champ is here. We will definitely not shut up and dribble. The champ is here. I must be the greatest. The champ is here. I'm gonna continue to stand with the people. The champ is here. I will I not, not lose. lose. What up, what up? Yes, welcome, welcome, welcome. You could have been anywhere in the world, but you are here with we. My name is EJ, and I got my man. Yes, he's the DB of the show, and we are Black and Sports, giving a voice to the culture that won't shut up and dribble here, interviewing the best professionals in the game and in the boardroom. So we're laughing at it all and covering it all while providing the platform to be heard. So today, you know how we do about this time is we want to welcome our guests to the show. Um, so MH is the DB of the show. So, you know, I'm the DE of the show. So when we get a defensive and outside linebacker on the show, you know I get excited, all right? So former former Packers linebacker, uh, XFL player, now an entrepreneur and owner of ProLinked. And he's going to tell you why you are the MVP. Let's clap it up for Dante Savage. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Yes, sir, man. Welcome, man. We thank you for taking the time, man, and, you know, getting this going uh, with busy schedules. You know, there's a lot of adjustment that needs to be had. So, man, welcome to the show. How we start off the show, man, is we like to ask a shoot your shot moment. All right. Okay. So so this could be a story. Any time frame, it could be, you know, when you were, you know, young, you know, young whippersnapper to any time in college or your adult life. But just a short shoot your shot story to share with the people. Just anything. Um, anything. Give us some mm. exclusive. Shoot your shot moment. You went for it all. Yeah. Bet on yourself. Man. Uh, oh, yeah. When I was in high school, uh, coming out of high school, I uh, had all these uh, recruits, you know, like like uh, all these schools like Oregon State, Nebraska, Portland State, Texas Southern, you know, but I didn't. I didn't uh, pass the the SAT and you know like the clearinghouse and all that stuff. Prop forty eight. Yeah, yeah, man, it used to be so hard to get in school. <laughs> no, nah, but uh, but now, but what I did was I when I didn't get those uh, when I didn't get those uh, uh, offers, I didn't have nothing after my senior year. Like uh-huh. I was like after my senior year I have no offers after my junior year. Coach left, everything just kind of like crumbled. So basically what I did was I asked my high school coach uh coach Haskins cuz he was the head coach of our basketball team and they were like top 25 in the nation. You know like everybody going D1, everybody getting scholarships. So I asked him I said do they have prep schools for uh for football players? <laughs> okay. <laughs> And he was like, actually, they do. And I looked online, and I seen the top ten, and I picked Hargrave and Fork Union. Those are the top two. I sent my film. They both called back. And then I uh, I took the number one school, uh, Fork Union. Then I, me and my mom, we went out there. Uh, we flew out to Virginia just like, like, hey, they called you. They wanted want you to see you work out. So, she said, "This is your future." So she supported that. Let's go. We, we flew out there, and the rest is a, you know, rest, the rest is right. <laughs> rest, rest was history. They gave me a scholarship right on the spot Let's after go. after after the tryout, and that changed it. my life. You know? <laughs> there it is. There it is. Mh. Yeah. <laughs> when uh, what what started your love for sports, Dawson? Um, sports. Uh, 
when I was a kid, you know, like playing with my cousins and stuff, you know, we was, you know, all the boys, we out there playing in the middle of the street, you know, things like that. But I think sports would have me was when I played in the fourth grade. No, that was the third. I was a third grader playing with all the fourth graders because I was bigger than everybody. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, so uh, they got, they got, uh, they got, uh, actually got away with it. But, you know, just like loving the game, but also just, you know, like, Growing up when I was a kid, you know, my uh, my home life wasn't wasn't perfect. You know, a lot of, you know, domestic violence going on and, and things that basically just children shouldn't be seeing in the first place, you know. Right. And and basically, you know, sports just kept kept me alive and kept just basically just kept me focused, kept me disciplined and, you know, just kept just always it always took me to newer levels in my life you know, and, and kept me focused on what I need to do. Cause I could have easily fell down the same traps that my father and my cousins and, sure. you know, you know, some of my family members have done. So like, I had to, I had to keep that, keep that on straight. Cause you know, I wanted to go to college. I wanted to go to the NFL and, you know, I could, I know I couldn't get in trouble if I wanted to do that. So right. like, you have to keep on, you have to keep your head on straight. No, man, it's funny. I was just talking to a good friend of mine about that. Just, um, how I missed ninth grade fresh. I missed freshman ball because I wanted okay. to be I wanted to be a gangster because <laughs> I thought uh. I wanted to be tough, <laughs> you know. And, and, and you can't be a thug getting getting good grades. So no, 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 but you, no, but, definitely, man. Because you know you got them dudes. You know you in high school. You got them, them knuckleheads on the team. Absolutely, you know they are your homeboys. But you know, like some of them go left, some go right. And so you know, like that's just how it is. A hundred percent, man. hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so born in uh born in Oregon, born in Portland? Yep. Awesome, Portland, man. Oregon. Born and raised, man. This is where my family from, you know, like uh we've been here since the beginning, since Vanport. Vanport ain't <laughs> even a city no more. They they uh actually uh they actually uh it's it's a park now. So yeah, we've been here since like the thirties and forties, bro. So, you know, yeah. Legacy <laughs> like, boy, legacy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like, so this is home. So I've only been to the Portland a couple times, uh, with football trips, but gotcha. never really experienced the city. So I've heard different things about Portland. Okay. Portland, from your perspective, being a native, get, get, I mean, get me Portland. I mean, the city's dope. Like to be honest, the city's dope. One thing I don't like, we was one of the first cities to get gentrified. So really, you see what I'm saying. So I'm from I'm from Northeast Portland. Okay. okay. Northeast Portland is like the middle of the city, ten minutes away, 10, 15 minutes away from downtown. Mm-hmm. You know, everything is right there. So you really ain't gotta go far. Like you ain't really gotta go to the east side. You ain't really gotta go to southeast Portland. Northeast is like the heart of the city and it's like the biggest area of the city. And so like it was fun, man. Growing up, you know, a lot of uh, community events, you know, Nike, you got Nike, mm-hmm. you got Adidas here. So, like, when we as kids, they had a lot of camps, you know, uh, Damon Stoudemire, uh, guys <laughs> like Terrell Brandon, AC yeah. Brandon. He's, they all, we all from Northeast Portland, we all, they all had camps. They okay. had all camps and stuff. So, you know, as kids, we always stay occupied with That's them, dope. you know, having being at all their basketball camps and stuff like that. And then you also got SEI. But just as a city, like just in general, it used to be a, a very good and close black culture, you uh-huh. know. Yeah. 
And now, you know, you got since they gentrified it, now you got everybody just spread around so it don't look like nothing. So what caused it? So like, what like huh? was it like industry coming in that changed it? Like what was like the big No, nah, it's just real estate, bro. Cause ah. they know like cause we was just we in the heart of the city, it's nice, mm-hmm. like you could get to everything fast, like the houses is big, the houses was cheap. Mm-hmm. You know, like the house I grew up in, my parents bought it for like a hundred and fifty. Back in the nineties, right. now it's like six hundred thousand. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Like it's just, it's just crazy, yeah. Like and like I tell so, my friends, don't sell grandma's house, man. If that's exactly, any message that exactly. I can tell and, our folks is like when someone passes, do not sell that because that's the first thing we want to do as a culture. Mm-hmm. Sometimes is just sell it and we'll split the money. Like no, 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 don't sell it, grandma's man. house. <laughs> exactly. No, that's and that's just you know that's just how it is. But you're starting to see it all over the country. But you know, like with that man, the sports, sports era. You know, like even growing up seeing the Blazers, Trailblazers. Because I grew up like I, I kind of I remember the Blazers like in 2000, 2001, like when they had when it was called the Jailblazers. 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 Yeah, yeah. So Zach Randolph. Hey, you'll see Z. Hey, you'll see Zebo like on the K. Like that's Martin Luther King Boulevard. That's what we call it. The K. Okay. You see him on wow. uh, Martin Luther King in Fremont, chilling by the liquor store at the barber shop. <laughs> like, no, nah, for real, man. You'll see. You'll see. Like it was. It was really that cool. Like even the Blazers, they'll come up there and open run up at the parks. At the park. You no, know, like at the park yeah, that used to be a yeah. city. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, nah, they'll come up to the park, hoop, have run because they have like proams and like. Like mm-hmm. summer jams and stuff like that, you know, where all the pro players come in, right? And hoop, and you know, just for the summertime, get worked out. But it was just lively, man. You know, team was winning, everything was cool. You know, they had black clubs, black businesses. You know, it was just a lot of a lot of stuff going on in the city that I, I wish a lot of people seen. Uh-huh. But you know, like, but you, but we right in between Seattle, California, so nobody really know. What the hell's going? Excuse me, know what's going on? <laughs> so you know, like, but it was like, man, it's always been fun. Weather's nice. There you go. You got, you got mountains. You man, I'm gonna need you to, to be the, with the Oregon Portland like CVB man. You selling the destination? Yeah, you gonna get some of our <laughs> nah, listeners to move to the spot, man? We gonna we got to put that nah, out and, there. And, but the thing about it is, uh, one thing I like about this city though is like the community. I have a lot of friends that have nonprofits, mm. and there's a lot of black nonprofits out here. So if you want to start a business or anything like that, they'll help you with the paperwork and get you set up with a program. And there's there's a lot of nonprofits that just even during the pandemic, like people were uh, people had nonprofits where the government will send the money so you can give out to the community because people were, you know, a lot of people didn't had they, they lost all their jobs. Right. So, yeah. Yeah. So so that's what one thing I like about the city, man, is like we take care of our, our own, you that's know, what's up. so that's, yeah, that's dope, man. Well, Hey, you did bring it up. So I want to ask this question. I was going to ask it later. So obviously you are a Portland trailblazer fan then, correct? I gotta be, man. You there know, that's the city. So, like, so you have some, <laughs> by default. so I hope you think it's some exciting news. You have a new coach. What, what's your thoughts around that? Man, that's dope, man. Yeah. I told him like like having having a Chauncey Billis, man, you bring some dogs on the team, man. Like, you know, like you gotta bring some some dudes that, that have some passion. I thought I was joking around. I was like, they should have Rasheed Wallace as the assistant coach. <laughs> have has uh, Rasheed up in there, man. Like he he did a lot for this city and you know, like 
just seeing him rolling around in that green Bronco, you know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> when I was a kid, you know, like it, it was it was pretty dope seeing all them dudes, you know, come come to the city and support and, absolutely and do their thing, man. Yeah. So, you know, like I'm just happy, but one thing I'm not happy about is that reporter that brought that incident up that happened in ninety seven. I'm just like, dog, that was nineteen ninety seven. That's not relevant yeah. to anything we're talking about right now. But other than that, you know, Chauncey Billis, man, I hope man, I hope he changed it around and, and changed the culture. Seriously. Yeah, funny, funny how those things pop up sometimes. Uh, yeah. When certain people get opportunities. But hey, correct. Man, we won't, we, correct. We, won't, we, won't, we won't talk about that. Oh, no, but, no, but you know what I'm saying, though. But I know, you know what you're saying. It wasn't even it relevant in no kind of the conversation, but we digress. At all. Yeah. But Chauncey's a hometown hero. He, he's from he's from Denver, Colorado. Oh he, yeah, he sure is. He, he sure is. is. Yep. Did he go to Colorado State? He went to University of Colorado. Okay, gotcha. yeah, he's gotcha. a hometown hometown. He went to George. Straight hometown ball. hero. So straight. Ball. So you you mentioned some some basketball. Where's I, I know we're gonna get into your football, but was there any hoop dreams for you? Uh, to be honest, I played basketball. Like I was more a street ball player. <laughs> you know, like <laughs> were you hot sauce and one? Were you? Were you? No, no, no. I wasn't. I wasn't like the you know flashy guy. I was just you know I was the only football player. You see what I'm saying? And all my homies was hoopers. So like I played basketball just to keep me in shape and do like that. But if you want to get run, you have to go to the park. There you go. And that's how I really. That's how you earn your stripes around here. Like. Forget the forget the the league game. Everybody in the summertime coming up because there ain't no rules. <laughs> so, like, so, but like uh, basketball, it was just always you know like my second love because that's what I played and you know that's what that's what just what we do up here and we just play sports, man. Like one of the way that a lot of guys you know get out the hood is just basketball, football, just trying to get into the sports industry. You know, like because the high school I went to, Jeff. You know, we had guys like Aaron Miles, Michael Lee. You know, these guys went to like University of Kansas. Uh, 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 Thomas, uh, Thomas Gardner, he went to University of Missouri. Mac Hobson, even though uh, Terrence Jones, Terrence Ross, mm-hmm. they went to Jeff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so like, yeah, we got like our our so our cool. yeah our roots is yeah. Uh, which call went to Jeff too? Uh, uh, the coach for Boston. Uh, oh, uh, yeah, Udoka. Yeah, yeah Udoka, I heard yeah. He yeah. went to Jeff. He, yeah, he went to Jeff, Portland State. Yeah, yeah. man, it's a lot of dudes. Uh, who else uh, went to – It's a, man, it's a lot of dudes that went up yeah. to Jeff, just just in the PIO in general. Yeah. You know, just our league is – like, that's just how, how it came up. You know, every, every year you got some guys going to college and going to the pros every year. So, with Jeff – so, and this is what, you know, just doing a little, little background, and you mentioned this. So, did you do some time at Jeff and some time at Fort Union? Like, how did that work out? No, no, no. So, I went four years to Jeff. I went to high school. You know, like, I live right down the street. Okay. You know, like, that's that's where I went. But I went to prep school after after I went to uh, went to high school. Really? Like, the, like, so, basically, it was just like an extra year. You know, I, I got my grades right, and then I got a full-ride scholarship. You know, like, but we also got to play. So we was playing against college teams, so it was basically like my red shirt year. So ah, when, but I didn't, but I didn't lose no years of eligibility. So All I right. still have my red shirt year, still have my gray shirt, and I still have my four years. So, <laughs> <laughs> so basically, I just did that, took them lumps, you know, learning the new position because I play Mike. Like that's mm. my 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 natural position is Mike Backer. 
they changed me into a defense being. I didn't even want to play. I was Same like, story. Man, this is, I was <laughs> like, this is boring. <laughs> so I was used to being in the middle of the field, but when I got up to the next level, uh, they moved me back to backer. But yeah, um, so how was yeah, that, how was Union? Because that's a different like. I mean, you know, going man. through high school, being with your uh, boys, ma- ma- major pain. It was a major pain. <laughs> you know, it's, yeah. a military, it's a military it's school. school. <laughs> oh, hey. All boys military school. It's so hey, like, man, listen, listen to me, man. Listen to me, man. We had we had dudes on the team that's actually good. Like we had guys that went to South Carolina. Like I'm talking about, you got uh, Miami, Alabama, all the big. It's all SEC schools coming to your practice every single day. Wow, you know, like so you in front of the best, the cream of the crop. But we're playing these are like we're like the best high school dudes in the nation. Like. You know, so like you really can't, really can't. You gotta come. You gotta come see us. You know, mm-hmm. but it was, it was, it was rough because when I first got there, you couldn't have no, you can't have no phones. You know, uh, so the whole camp. Shout out to Coach Schumann. That was my coach, my head coach. But Coach Schumann, he was, he was, he was just a whole nother. He was a whole nother beast. He made us uh, three three practices a day, full pads for thirty days straight. So we had to uh, basically we were on like some Bear Bryant, excuse me, we was like on some Bear Bryant type stuff, man, because it was crazy, man. No water Three, breaks. No, basically, you, all you did was eat, eat, sleep, and football. That's it for the next thirty days. <laughs> but it was rough because you had dudes over there because they we had no phones, so we had to use calling cards. So you had dudes, yeah, you know. Crying because <laughs> mom ain't picking up. He like I had, but there was one dude running away. He ran away. Mm-hmm. He couldn't take it. Mm-hmm. Like dudes, like he was in there breaking people. Like hey, if you, we gonna see if you really want it. I'm mm-hmm. talking about. And then when school start, then you got to deal with the military stuff. Yeah, so you got football, and then you got a shine shoe. Yeah, make major sure pain. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, I was like, man, but after a while, it get it get you get used to it, but. One thing it got me prepared for the next level because I came in college and started as a true freshman. No, and and I started, but I played as a true freshman. Yeah, and so before we get to that step, that is our next talk about the recruiting because you you said that was shoot your shot moment getting into this school, and that's mm-hmm. changed like just your whole trajectory of things. So, yeah. how did you end up at New Mexico State? Like, you know, you had a lot of offers. Just just walk us through. So that. basically. Uh, what it is is like I I made my name for myself in the Northwest, you know, because I was like all state and you know North South game, you know all the little all star games yeah. and all that. So you know, um, so I made a buzz for myself. But starting over that next year, you know the the, the you know on the East Coast, a lot of those coaches don't know who I am. Mm. You see what I'm saying? So right. like they really don't know. But I just went out there and bought out man like i just came here took somebody's spot and you know like mm-hmm. i just had to go in there and just grind it out and it made me a good football player you know like made me take it more serious because i know like the the pool gets smaller once you get to college and then from college you go to the pros like so it's like if you got a d1 offer or just even uh at a d1 school bro y- y'all should be happy because uh-huh. everybody don't get that that i don't even care if you the uh, the 119 school like, hey, a lot of guys getting that opportunity like that. 100%. But it's just, it's just it is what it is. But how I got to New Mexico was basically a month before school was going in, just past my SAT. 
they just call it out of nowhere. And my coach was like, "Yeah, some school on a, a New Mexico State want to uh, come in, uh, bring you down on a visit." So I'm like, "New Mexico State." I'm like, "Where the hell is that at?" Las I'm thinking, like, hey, I, hey, I had to look on the map. I was like, "Bro, we at the." I was like, "Bro, that's at the bottom." I said, "No, we like right there by the border." <laughs> it was like, "Yeah." So I was like, "All right, whatever." So we went there. Campus wasn't bad. It was just in the middle of nowhere. You know, campus is big. We got one of the biggest campuses in the in the NCAA. So, like, the campus was no problem. It was just, you know, we was in the country. You know, like, especially when I first got there, it wasn't a lot of, uh, a lot of black people or just any, any people of color on the campus. Right. <laughs> you know, like, I'm just saying because, you know, like, you really out there in the country. But uh, it was – it was uh, my freshman year was a, a transition – but each year it got better and better because you got more people of they 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 stressed on getting more people of color to the school because right. they had a lot of like nursing programs, fashion programs. They wanted to, you know, bring that, you know, back to their to their school. But um uh just the whole the, the way getting to New Mexico State was like, yeah, I just went there on a visit, they offered me and that was it. <laughs> like that was history and then i came back to school my coach was like hey man if you he was like if you want to decommit you can come back to fork union next year play another <laughs> semester and go to clemson and he was like oh i get yeah he was like we'll get you in the was like because clemson was looking at you but they want to bring you in next year and i was like look man I'm 19. Mm-hmm. I was like, I'm not trying to be a 20 year old freshman. Like, I was like, <laughs> and I did. And the thing about it is, I wasn't thinking. I was just trying to get out of there because right. you know I'm 19, first time away from home, and I'm around all in an all boys school. Uh, and you know, like, hey, hey man, <laughs> bro, got needs. <laughs> I was like, I got to get us out of here. I was like, but I I came for what I I came. And I got what I needed to get. Yeah, you did what you needed to do. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. So you know, if I didn't have no offers, then I would have, I would have uh, did a lot different. But I was happy with my decision. I started four years, started three years, started yeah three years, and you know, got all these accolades, reward, uh, awards, records. All type of stuff in New Mexico State. Like I got a uh, what first? It was funny, but it was, we got I, I got the first block punt since 1992. <laughs> this is back in 09. Yeah. I was like, dang! I was like, <laughs> I was like, yeah, I had a block punt since 92. I was like, all right, and then got a uh, white player of the week. Mm-hmm. So I was the best white player in October my my junior year. We played against a uh, rival game against UNM. I went ham, had like nine tackles, two sacks, four, like two forced fumbles. Now, y'all played O-State like, during your time just, too, right? Y'all huh? played Ohio State? State yeah. Oh, yeah. That was actually – that was my first game I started. My first year, my sophomore year, uh-huh. that was the first game out the – the second game out the gate. Yo. Walking in, walking in Ohio State. Yo, I'm walking in like, the horseshoe. That had yeah, to be insane. It was, it was, because it looked like a big shoe. But the thing about it is, I didn't go outside for a pregame. Uh-huh. So I was just chilling. I was like, man, I ain't even gonna psych myself out. Right. I'm just gonna like, I was just kind of like, just let it happen. You know, let my game come. Like I'm new to this position. Like, like the coach said, I'm starting. So I'm out there. <laughs> <laughs> so like, I just had to go out there and perform. And actually, I had a good game. I had nine tackles that game. Yeah. 
Yeah. yeah. yeah. <laughs> who, who, who's uh, who's the quarterback? Uh, Pryor. Terrell Pryor. Yeah, I got a couple plays on him. You know, like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was my first. That was my first game. I was just playing off adrenaline, like hey, because the thing about was like Ohio State, they got big, tall. O-linemen, but they yeah. wasn't, like, physical. So I was just like, oh, no, nah, y'all ain't about to. So I was only, bro, I was only, like, two. I was only like 240, 239. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I was little, bro. I so, was little. Yeah. So what was your yeah. move, man? Like, what what, what were your go-to moves? My go-to moves was, like, when I got, when I was there, I used to be more of, like, a speed rusher. You know, I could spin. Mm-hmm. I had a couple moves. I had a, you can, uh, the swim move. Uh, mine was always uh, the dip. Okay. Like I dip under the old lineman. Yeah. Without like, cause I, I knew I was faster. Right. So if I could get that, get that second to turn his hips, then it was over with. Yeah. You know, hopefully hopefully you wasn't doing them like uh, so, Spice Adams, right? I hope you weren't doing like, like how he be doing nah, the coaching nah, nah. videos. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, and one thing I just, I used was my arms, bro, because mm-hmm. I had long ass arms. So I was only 6'1, but my, my wingspan is 81 inches. So oh, I got geez. like a six, I got like a six nine wingspan. So when I get up with old linemen, like you can't get in my get in my chest because my arms is just as long as yours. So yeah. it was it was it body's weird, but it's proportionate. You <laughs> work right, you know. <laughs> no, yeah, I mean so, I, I know that's it's, it's about leverage up there up front. Uh-huh. Yes, no, yeah. definitely, definitely. And Dwight Freeney wasn't a tall guy, but he made a long career. Six, six one, yeah. yeah. But that's spin, kind of, that spin move was kind of ill. Yeah. But he was, but he was big. But he was bigger than me though. So like, yeah. Because the thing about I was more like an athlete because I could go out and cover DB, uh, not DBs, but wide receivers and running backs. So anything on flares, nah. like yeah, I could. Line you up were in covering the slot. running backs. Yeah. You weren't covering no wide receivers. They used to put me up. They used to, they used to put me up on slots and stuff sometimes. Even when I was uh, in tight ends too. So you know, I just had to learn. One thing I did was I practiced <laughs> with the receiver. So, like, that's how I got my feet were great. What, what, so, hold yeah. on, what package was that y'all was running where you was out on the we ran a, we, ran, we ran a 4-3. Okay. So, a lot of times they'll get flares. Uh, sometimes they'll have me line up on the tight ends in the slot. Uh, if they if they switch, you know, you know, we got to switch. <laughs> so, it's not like they lining me up there like on, on a cornerback. But if they, come, <laughs> if they if they come in the inside, I got to take them. <laughs> you know, so, but it was fun, though, because I was like, I was only like two forty five, so I could match up. So like I was running like a four five. So mm-hmm. oh, yeah, I wasn't, cool. yeah, yeah. So I wasn't, I wasn't one of them little the, the dudes that was just throwing out there. Nah, it was, it was fun, <laughs> man. Yeah, like I, Yo, I check, had, check, check, check. Yeah, <laughs> <out here. laughs> to on, be honest, we got somebody out here. <laughs> no, nah, to be honest, I like that because it was like I could, I was bigger, but. I was like, they they didn't know exactly what I was working with because I was new. I was a new kid on the block, so it kind of like threw people off. They was like, man, how the hell is this dude six six one two forty, and he running like this with running backs and DBs? I mean, running backs, DBs, like, yeah, I was just doing it all, man. Like I had mm-hmm. to, like I was just uh, just an athlete, bro. You know, like I could play offense, I could play tight end, I could do all that shit. So I was just like, <laughs> was just just put me in with, you know, like they was just put me in stuff. Just out like, there. Yeah, just out there, man. So, so it was fun. Uh, was Ohio, so what was your most memorable game in college? Was that Ohio State or what was that another? My one? most, uh, to be honest, my most memorable game uh, was, uh, I could say I have two of them. Um, the, the, the one when I got white player of the week. 
was against UNL. Actually, I broke both of those records, both against UNL rivalry games. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, that's nice um, right there. Yeah, yeah, but one one thing was when my freshman year we played against University of Nevada. Kaepernick, he was we we the same age, but he came in the year before me. Mm-hmm. But we beat them on homecoming overtime, thirty eight, thirty five. It was on the ten yard line. My boy Ryan Orn, I never forget this. They tackled him. Kaepernick, I think it was Kaepernick, uh, fumbled it. Ryan, he was a defensive end. He was like two ninety. Ran it back 80 yards. Let's 80, go. 85 yards. Let's go for yeah. the big man. Let's Bro, go. In, 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 over, in overtime, though, it was overtime. Oh, wow. Yeah. Game over. Yeah. That's, yeah. Not, that's a great moment. <laughs> Storm the field. Now, this was uh, this was, this was at, at the. No, oh, this, so this was, was at the Nevada. Nevada. This is. Yeah. This was, oh, y'all was home. their homecoming. But yeah, that was their yeah, homecoming. That, yeah, that's that disrespectful stuff. You stay at the same hotel. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know all about yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. So we was at they homecoming, so they wasn't expecting that. Yeah. Oh, that's that's love. Yeah. So it was fun. That, and that was my first game I actually started. It was like Sav you going in second half. I was like, all right. Yeah. <laughs> that's cool. yeah, so I was ready, man. All right, man. So transitioning and you can do it either way. Um, tell yeah. us about um your pro day, right? So I know uh, New Mexico State had a pro day. And yeah. just tell us how the combine or the draft process went for you? I mean, the, the draft process, I didn't know it because, you know, like nobody taught me. You know, like yeah. I wasn't, I, to be honest, like coming out of uh, college, I wasn't prepared at all because I didn't know exactly, like I didn't have nobody, you know, to tell me anything. I was just kind of like, all right, I got an agent, you know. So that was going to be my question. How did you get your yeah. agent? How did you find your agent? How did that process After- go? I mean, it was a, a, to be honest, it was a lot of, uh, I guess my senior year wasn't the best at all. It was the worst season of my, my uh, whole career there. But at the same time, I learned a lot, but also it was just me and my coach was the seeing eye to eye, mm-hmm. you know, the whole coaching staff changed and it was just like the whole demographics changed. So it was kind of like, he was just kind of like letting everybody do what they want. But when I was, you know, when I was coming up, they, they was strict. They was on us. So we was – I'm used to that. Right. You see mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And then I see these new guys coming in, and they just walking in the meetings late. Coach ain't saying nothing. And I'm just sitting here kind of, like, pissed off. Like, bro, this is this is not cool. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's just – it just wasn't cool. And I was a senior, and I was just trying to get everything aligned. But, you know, it was just a lot of fight fighting back between the coaches. Coaches and I, because I was more like the old school coaches. Because our coaches before we had, we had like Don, Dom, uh, not Dom Capers. I played, I played with, not played with him, but he was my coach in Green Bay. Mm. But I had uh, Dale Lindsey was my defensive coordinator. Uh, I had uh, uh, who was it? Uh, he used to be a coordinator for the Chargers back when they went to the Super Bowl back in the nineties, and then we had uh, Kenny Holmes. He was my def- one of my defensive coach, defensive line coaches. He played in the league, okay. played at University of Miami. Uh, remember Marcus Washington? They used to play outside mm-hmm. linebacker. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was one of the he was one of our defensive coaches. Wow. And when I was there, like my senior year, like because I had the red shirt my senior year, mm-hmm. so like a lot of teams was uh, had took a liking liking to me. So it was about thirty out of the thirty two teams at my practices, like probably every week. 
And this was your your senior year after because yeah, you redshirted like your not my redshirt. I redshirted my senior year, so right. I, they was they it a medical? Sure I was coming in next year. Okay, uh, acad- academics. Okay, you know, so, like I was, I was, I ain't gonna lie, I was, I was, you know, like <laughs> you was heading the clouds. You know, like, you know, no, I'm going. I was ready to go. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> hey, I try to know, tell I, people senioritis is a real thing <laughs> at no, all levels. I, yeah, I finished it though. I finished. I got my degree, but. Uh, it was it was weird because like I was getting all these mail from like all these big agencies and things like that, and then all of a sudden, you know, year turned around. Now I ain't got no agent. My coach, he was he was talking some nonsense. So it didn't like, really help just, you lock down which yeah, agent to go with. Yeah, like, like you that. know, like every player got an exit meeting. Okay. You know, they, they, you know, you understand it makes, you know, about the exit meeting after a year, like the evaluation. But it was just like some some foul stuff they said to me. It was just like. Like all of a sudden, I'm balling out, doing all this stuff, going to workouts, you know, I'm buying in and doing all this. Now all of a sudden, I ain't good enough to play in the NFL, you know. Like and he, like he said that to me, and I was just like, wow. So then right. you were out on your own. Like, then after like, that, like that's, I was like, that's how you feel. But the thing about it, I ain't did nothing to him, you know. It was just kind of like, damn, you just gonna, you know, like try to try to throw shade on me as soon as I get out, right? And you know, like he was, you know, and then I got. I didn't get drafted, so I got picked up. The only two teams called me was the 49ers and the Green Bay Packers. So, and they was the two hot teams at the time. Yeah. So, but, you know, I picked Packers, you know, unfortunately, but I should have picked Green. I should have picked the Niners because it was like <laughs> looking back. But at the same time, Cause, uh, you know, I have, the, I have That fun. was the same year that you got drafted that they picked up Jones, right? The, the D8. Who? The – uh, Dante Jones out of where was he out of? I want to say Maryland. You would you get drafted what 2013 or 2012? That was so basically my last season was that 2012 2013 season because you gotcha. know the the years they'll roll into the yep. to the next year. Yep. So I was supposed to be in that 2013 season gotcha. uh, with the with the Packers. So I played four games with them. Uh-huh. I was there the whole preseason. All I did was all I did was go to camp. I knew the odds was against me. Yep. I knew like they I was a long shot. A lot of people they they see me coming from this small school, so they ain't really, you know. The, I, I'm back east, so they they you know all these dudes going to Alabama, Ohio right. State. You know, like everybody just with the egos ego trip right now. But I just went there, stayed in my lane, grinded. Uh, three days later, uh, they said they want to sign me. They they uh, told me in the locker, walking back to the to the uh, locker room, because they put us all the rookies in a big room, mm-hmm. and it was like, "Thank you for coming. <laughs> we appreciate it. Have a nice day." I was like, "What?" I was like, "You just <laughs> and uh, was like all they and then all they GA star as soon as we walk out, all they GAs and one dude was like, "Hey Dante," I was like, "Yeah, what's up?" He was like, uh, "Yeah, we want to sign you." I was like, "Oh, all right." So it was like 90 of us. They only kept five of us. And then they cut one dude to – they cut a dude to keep me. So he was – and then after the meetings the next day, he was tight. He was looking <laughs> at me in the locker room like, I did some, bro. I was like, bro, like, what you mad at me for? <laughs> like, it's like, it is what it is. Like, I didn't I, – I don't have the decision to make that. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, but you know, I did, I just came in there and just bought out and took took the position, and then I was there for four about four or five months. Nice. So yeah. you went through camp, and then we were talking yeah. pre-show when we were kind of getting prepped and ready. 
you actually worked a camp. You got, had a chance to work the Raiders camp. And just what were some of the differences that you kind of realized looking back? The business, of, yeah. the business side of, business of, running side a of, fran- yeah. of running a franchise and just basically like the, the, the logistics of getting, you know, like the field ready and just basically, you know, uh, dealing with the fans and basically, you know, uh, you know, just basically the nine, the 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 grunt work, and also just knowing how, like, you know, who the managers and what they do, and you know, I was just looking at everything. I was just soaking everything up. Right. Like I, me, I knew that I wasn't gonna be there for the long run, you know. <laughs> but at the same time, I took it as like a learning experience of taking pro link. Like, so when I want to throw a camp, now I know what to do. Absolutely, you know, like. And that's how I took it. You know, I wasn't tripping about, you know, the stuff that I wasn't doing, I was doing. Like, I wasn't tripping. I was like, I knew, I knew I had to do like the ambassador stuff. Like, you know, (laughs) that wasn't no problem. I just wanted to see how the logistics work and how, and plus rub some shoulders with some people. I need to talk to some people. So I was like, yeah, well, let me get this opportunity to go, go talk to some of these coaches and tell them about ProLink and and things like that too as well. So it was, it was a good experience. Beneficial. So kind of, kind of into your playing days, man, you know, coming from Portland, Mm -hmm. you know, Green Bay is probably one of the two, three, four historic franchises in NFL. So seeing your name on the back of that Green Bay Packers jersey, man, for the first time, what, what, what was that feeling, man? Oh, amazing. I took a picture of it. <laughs> you got your phone back from Virginia. It was like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I thought, man, it was so funny because I took a picture of it, man. I got like 300 likes in less than like 10 minutes. I was like, dang. I was like, but it was, but it was fun though, man. Like seeing that 94, actually my Jersey number when I was in camp, when I first got there was 97. And I was like, yeah, I got to change my number. And then they switched me out to 94. But, but it was it was cool, man. Seeing my jersey, and you know, especially when you going out there on the lights, your first game, you yes. just like, damn, I actually made it, right? Yeah. Hey, how yeah. is Green so Bay, man? How is just the city? And- <laughs> <laughs> like I, I ain't gonna talk. The city ain't bad. It's uh-huh. just you know, you out, you in the country. Playing- there. It is simple. You are northern Wisconsin. You're in northern Wisconsin. Like there's nothing to explain. Like there's you know, like you're just, there's just nothing like, to explain. You just you just in you you in the country. There like literally is. the biggest the biggest building in the city is the stadium. Wow. You yeah. know, so it's kinda like, you know, like dudes be having uh fans come over to the house, like the fans be coming over kicking it with the players, like just having a barbecue, because you know, guys got families. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you got a couple dudes that have been on the team. So, you know, your next door neighbor, you know, hey, man, you want to you wanna come out to a barbecue? For sure. Now we kicking yeah. it with the whole community. Nice. So, yeah. it, that was, that was, I ain't going to lie, that was dope. Yeah, um, I know. I, I've heard there's a, you know, Green Bay's kind of a, you know, close kind of tight-knit kind of community. So, yeah. two things with that. Training camp is coming up here in the NFL. So, kind of take us into the mindset from the undrafted perspective of what those guys are feeling headed into training camp. And then number two with that, I know Green Bay has this tradition with the kids and the bicycle thing. Yeah. Yeah. Tell me about that tradition too. Okay. So basically when they coming in as a free agent, man, like to be honest, at any, at any situation, bro, you're, you're not safe. 
not safe. Like, you, like I'm just being real. Like you're not safe. Like every day, like you could might get cut. Like I seen dudes like there was one dude, he was a safety. He got cut the first week and then he came back the third week. Then they cut him again and brought him back like three days later. You know, it was just crazy. So, you know, like you just got to be prepared and be ready. Like I tell cast that whoever, if you play, uh, if you're a free agent and, you, you know, make sure you get some, you know, make sure you study your playbook. Yeah. But also – Stay in the special teams. Special teams are here, man. Stay special teams will get keep you as long because everybody don't want to play. Yep. So if you could, if you learn how to do more things, you have a bigger opportunity. Your your percentage of staying is is, is going to be a lot higher. Yeah, absolutely. And that's just yeah. Because and what kind of bike did you ride? On- <laughs> and to be honest, man, they wasn't really rocking with me at first. You know, like the kids wasn't rocking me. All they wanted to do was Aaron. Uh, you know, like Aaron Rodgers. They wanted to talk to Clay. Like all the big name guys. Like they wasn't rocking with me. And until like the second, second, third week, when they see me out there sticking. <laughs> yeah, they like. Then, oh, can now I, you, now you know me. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. So you know, you just like I said, you just got to make a name for yourself every level. There you go. So it was, but it was, but it was that was fun. You know, some days I didn't. I I was like, bro, I'm not even about to argue with these kids. Some days, some days I'll just take my cleats off and just walk. walk I'm just like, like like, I ain't got time. Like it's hard. It's it's like, like look, it's already hot. Uh, Kids, I'm like, I tell the kids like, hey, man, you you try to get me right? Nah, we. I had kids like, nah, I'm waiting for what you call I'm like, damn, all right. <laughs> but you know, I'm not tripping though, because they little kids. They little kids. You know, like, was, you know, they like fifth, fourth, fifth grade. You know, it was like they wanna they wanna see the guys that they look up to. So, you know, I wasn't I wasn't tripping about that, but it was fun though. hundred percent. Yeah, it was real fun. Yeah. <laughs> all right, inmates, you ready for these quick hits? Yeah. All right, man. Quick all hits right. is uh sponsored by Scotch Porter, uh men's health uh self-care. Um, it's always a perfect season to take care of yourself. Provide They provide healthy beard and hair face care products, highly effective and easy to use. All right, you got it, MH. Uh, favorite teammate. Shout out to your favorite teammate ever, Dante. Favorite teammate. Uh, shit. Um, oh, excuse my language. Uh, my fa- One of my favorite teammates, uh, my boy. Uh, uh, who, uh, dang, favorite teammate. <laughs> oh yeah, I got it. Cause I got a whole bunch of homies that you know. That's my favorite team. You know, like we all we was all like we was all you know real close. But um, one of the cats that I really, really, really rocked with was uh, uh, my boy uh, uh on the field and off the field was my boy uh Barton. Just my whole, actually my whole D line basically. I can't really say, but like we all rocked with each other. There so you go. It, it, it was cool. So I really can't say just one person. Because okay. we was all cool, we was all cool with each other. Nice. All right. So in yeah. the D line room, man, there's always there's always a couple individuals. So there's somebody that's gonna be singing. Yeah. There's uh, one that's just mad at the world. And yeah. Then, <laughs> yeah. And there's already, another already. one that joke around all the time. So hey, which one were you? Man. Hey, get out, get our meeting rooms, man. Hey, I was, hey, I was, I was. I was I was the one that was cracking the jokes. <laughs> yeah, I was I was the one like me and my homies like my boy Shook. He was the one that was always singing. 
because he was from Hawaii. So, you know, they, you know, he always singing like some slow jams or something like that. And then my boy, uh, my boy Pierre and my boy Yates, they was always mad. Like they, mm-hmm. them two was always mad at me. I'm cause I, I kind of like, I, I knew what to do. So I already knew the playbook. So <laughs> I kind of just chilling, you know, like when you, when you know the playbook, you in there chilling, you like, yeah, like I watch film, but I'm gonna crack some jokes in here while we at it. You got one yeah, more for us, MH? <laughs> yeah, give me your uh, top five Portland Trailblazers. If you got to have a starting five all time, who would that top five be? Point guard, Damon. Okay. Uh, shooting guard, I would say um, Clyde. Yep. Uh, look at you! Look at you! You was looking at me. Yeah, he, was like, <laughs> he was waiting too. <laughs> no, I got Clyde, and then uh, for my small forward, who should I put as my small? Uh, should I put Melo? Okay, I'm not mad yeah. at that. Yeah, you, I'll put Melo. Melo. You better say Scotty Pippen though, because I was about to say Pippen. Hey, hey, hey! Listen, if you don't hey, say Scotty, you're gonna be in this book. <laughs> <laughs> he gonna put you in the book, man. This is a wrap. <laughs> No, <laughs> no. Nah, nah, to be honest, to be honest, I forgot about Scotty, man. I forgot Scotty played for them. Yeah, so it was between them. Hey, now we gonna you gonna be chapter you gonna be in chapter eighteen. <laughs> 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 hey, all right. So we want to move on, man, to kind of getting into the winner's circle. But I got two quick ones, so I need these to be quick. So really quick, yes, sir. You mentioned Dame. So do you listen to his music, and what do you think? And as a rapper. I'm not gonna lie to you. I never I listened to Dame one of the Dame songs, but I'm not gonna say that like he can spit, like no lie. Like he can spit, but I'm saying like I haven't <laughs> listened to I I can't I can't I can't sit here and be like can tell you bar for bar what you know what he said, but like his music come on the radio, his sound good, like he got good content. To be honest, I feel like he's the best like basketball rapper out of all of them, oh, hands down. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, so like, I I give him that respect because okay. the thing about it is a lot of people can't do that, right? Straight up. And then, yeah. uh, and then, really quick, do you think Rogers is staying or he's out? I think he out, man. Yeah, he said. <laughs> like, like, I mean, to be honest, the reason why he done what he done up there, like he done enough. Well, what else? What else do you want him to do? There it is. You know, like I'm just, I'm just being, I'm just being real. Like you win championships, you got, you know, like. You, like, like you the best, you was the best, you was the high, at one point he was the highest paid quarterback. You learn behind Brett Favre, like he's a Hall of Famer. You know, you like it. one thing I can say, like like one thing I can say when I was there, when I was watching the practice, man, I'm talking about he got a cannon, bro. Like cannon. The truth. Like huh? I threw a, I remember he threw a slant route and I put my hand up in there. I thought I broke my finger. <laughs> like I, because <laughs> I blocked it, but I thought I broke my hand. I was like, God. Cause you know, like in the NFL, like people know that's real pig skin. Yeah, like the, the, the balls are hard. Yeah, <laughs> balls is a lot harder. Yeah. So one of them things hit you, like you like man, you like knuckle, my knuckle swelled up, all that man. So it was just like yeah, like I can say he. I saw some, some amazing passes, one footers. You know, you throwing in 70, 80 yards off of one foot, and you on the opposite side, like your body on. The, I was just like man, this dude's nasty. He's the truth. Like what like. Yeah, like the dude was cold, man. Like, and he still is, but you know, like, uh, and that was the time where he just got off a of Super Bowl. So you know, that was just like he was—he was on, he was ready. So it was, yeah, like best quarterback I seen out of all of them. 
There you go. All right, man. So now we're jumping into the winner's circle, man. This is where we get to promote and talk about what you're doing now. You got some great stuff, okay. man. And I'm excited that, you know, how, how we got to talk about. So let's, we're going to jump into Pro Link. Uh, Pro, uh, the winner's circle is provided by um, Nevada Grow. Uh, make the, uh, get the right data, making the right decisions, uh, providing the right connections. Nevada Grow, helping Nevada businesses grow. All right. So, where, tell us what is Pro Link and where did it come from? How did you start the company? All right. Okay, so ProLink, yeah, ProLink is a uh, a sports social media website that connects athletes, coaches, coaches, trainers, and uh, other professional scouts on a worldwide scale, just for not one sport, but for all sports. So basically, what we're doing, we're trying to bridge bridge the gap, create more opportunities all around the world for people to play football, soccer, baseball. Uh, all basically every single sport that's out there. So basically what it is, it's a system where it has, you create a profile. If you're a coach, you're an athlete, but all the profiles are different depending on what you're signing up to, to be inside the, the, uh, the platform. And if you're a, uh, if you're a player, basically we, you know, you have your 40 time, uh, L drill, um, all the, all the uh, drills that, the pro scouts look at combine drills, basically. Yeah. All the, basically all the combine drills, but we're also taking it to a different level where we're looking at different, uh, uh, we're calculating techniques, how many MAs you got, uh, basically, uh, different, basically, you know, how many steps do you take this way? You know, coaches can use all that data, but it's getting built up from when you start the program to until you end. So if you start as a kid and you've been in the pro link system since you was nine, it, you can see the growth. And it's a way for uh, basically it's a way for scouts and trainers and also agents to go in there and find clients as well too. So basically, we're partnering up with different agencies to to come up on there. So give people the the safety and the security that they're not getting burnt by some no name agent that doesn't have no no certifications or anything like that. Right. And to go in there and and come to our camps and also see the players as well to uh to 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 see them perform and also maybe get picked up by a pro team right there on the spot, especially in soccer. You know, so basically we have to create an algorithm for every single sport. So each algorithm is different. It's going to be catered to, to each sport, but it's going to work all in one system where you can create your profile and and these coaches can see exactly what they want to see, how many misassignments he got, how many times does he, you know, throw the post corner to the left, you know, we're calculating all those different type of movements. So the, so the coaches can see a more in depth of who is the best player, who's the most accurate, who's the most, you know, who's the fastest, but you know, you're on the worldwide scale. So basically it's going to open up the competition as well too, as well. Nice. Yeah. So, so basically what we're doing is throwing camps and right now we have our first elite pro soccer camp going down in uh, Hadesburg, Mississippi uh, next month on the, excuse me, on the, I believe on the 23rd and the 24th. And we also have it, you know, also the tickets are on sale right now on Eventbrite. Just type in ProLink and they'll pop right up in the search, in the search key. Or you also go to our Instagram, ProLink underscore uh, official. Uh, Facebook, ProLink, Instagram, I mean, uh, Twitter, ProLink1 to see information about the camp as well, too. And we also have a LinkedIn page as well. So, you know, we, we're on social media. We're just getting everything right. So basically how I started ProLink was looking at my situation 
yeah. coming out of college and just telling you from that backstory how like there's sometimes there's good players, but you know, sometimes people are a situation can get in your way. You see what I'm saying? And you know, like just uh, MH, you know, you being a, a a college athlete and a pro athlete as well, like you know, like sometimes you know the politics get in the way. You know, like and that was, and I was like, man, like how am I playing? Like how can I play three positions? I can play outside. I could play Mike and defensive end and how I not get a job. You know, like I was thinking about that, but you know, things happen for a reason. And to be honest, I was just sitting at the house working nine to five, bro. Just got, you know, I went back to school, moved back to Vegas. I was just working at nine to five, keeping in shape, waiting for my opportunity, you know, and, you know, and things, you know, things didn't unravel that way. But during that time when I was waiting, this is what I was doing. Mm-hmm. So a lot of cats was like, you know, I got on LinkedIn, started pushing, you know, building my my profile up, doing different jobs that actually could help me doing this. So I did a lot of sales. I did a lot of I did logistics. I did, you know, I worked for I worked for the Raiders. Uh, I did a lot of stuff that actually helps me in my business today. Awesome. You know, and, and that's and that's what I did. So I didn't have a lot of playtime when I was in Vegas, man. Like <laughs> it wasn't it wasn't it wasn't playtime for me. It was just, I was just grinding, bro. There it is. You know, it was that was that was it. Like a lot of my friends was like, man, you never go out. Da, 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 da. I was like, bro, first of all, married now. <laughs> I was like, it's like, like shit, I got I got kids, you know what I'm saying? Right. And at the same time, it was just like I was stacking my bread, just working. And getting getting my you know just taking those steps and being an entrepreneur and getting into the tech tech industry and just going through the lumps and bruises talking to looking at other people's mistakes you know billion million dollar mistakes and thousand dollar mistakes that that um that I that I had to watch out for you right, know right because you know when you start a business you gotta look out for the scammers you gotta look out for the the dudes that say they investors but they really not. No, there's a you lot. Know, like, dude, like no, no. Trust me, there's, there's a, a game. Lot. I seen it from my own eyes. Right. Uh, it actually was in Vegas. I went to an entrepreneur meeting, and this dude, these people was like, "Oh yeah, we, I love your idea. You know, I'm, but I'm soaking up the game because they telling me about SWAT and just all the different marketing and just basically all the steps that take. So I just took like they was giving you real, actual data and actual stuff to know, but I, at the same time. I, you know, like I grew up around hustlers and, and pimps and stuff like that growing up. So <laughs> I was like, man, y'all ain't like, you know, like this ain't something this is, you know, I ain't green. You know right. what I'm saying? Like, I was like, I seen this before, my man. Like this, <laughs> it, like this ain't new to me, but it's just in a different way. Correct. It, you just you just in corporate America now. Mm-hmm. So it's just, it's all it's all the same thing, man. So I just took that information is just seen and not seen what not to look for. Mm-hmm. And then like you got guys, you got investors talking about, oh yeah, we you gotta pay five thousand dollars before we give you ten before we give you twenty-five. And I was just like, What? Like that don't make sense. I was like, why should I give you money for you to give me money? That's definitely like, a hustle. Yeah, that's like, def- that's so, definitely you that's know, someone hitting that's you like listen, your your uncle and Zamunda <laughs> just left you eight million, but all you gotta do is send us a thousand. So yeah, yeah that's that that's that Western <laughs> Union hustle. Right exactly. But the thing about it is, I exactly. So, so I took that. I took that, and I was like, okay, now I know what to look for. You know what? What? What else do I need? Like, I'm, 
you know, I'm reaching out to people on LinkedIn, like, hey, how do I get this started? You know, I'm trying to talk to people that are smarter than me because they know. That's the name of the game. Exactly. That's a yeah, great lesson, got- man. If, if there's nothing that like out of that mm-hmm. that you said is always, you know, putting people in any of your circles that you're doing that's smarter than you, man. That's dope. All right. Really quick um, to, to kind of make sure our people, you know, know what you have going on. Is this just for like pro athletes or people going no. to be pro no. and then people no. that work in professionals? Are you looking from all levels? We're looking at for all those, bro, like college, like people who get picked up from college, college scouts can sign up on this. Like kids young, uh, at the ages of nine, because you guys understand soccer. And like when you start looking at different uh, countries, mm-hmm. like when you, when you go outside the United States, the United States have it built up where you have to go through the NCAA out there in in in, uh, in Europe and different countries. Like they finish high school at like 16, 17. Right. So those guys go straight to being a professional. So that's why you get them dudes like Drogic and and all them dudes that that play in the NBA that coming in at 19 years old just giving everybody buckets because they already been playing pro ball and they're on tier one at 16, 17. So mm-hmm. by the time they're 20 years old, they're a vet. You know, so like the time, the the clock is ticking. So in the U.S., we're trying to bridge that gap where we can get more guys that we have pro talent to to different industries and and all over the world and just in all sports, man. And it's just it's it's going to connect people even from out of the country to different different spots because this is this post this is a worldwide uh, platform uh, platform. Yeah, it's a worldwide platform. So. You know, we just, you know, we just trying to get in tune and, you know, we have other things that we want to work with it. You know, we want to get into esports, cryptocurrency, NFT. Like, there's a lot of stuff that you could do with this platform because of sports, man. Like, everybody loves sports, bro. And, you know, when you see people, you know, you see pro athletes signing up and everybody talking about pro league, like, people are going to sign up because, if if you have the opportunity, if I had something like this when I was in high school where I can put my name and put everything on here and every single coach in the whole world can see, if no it wouldn't no be no if, ands, or buts. So my I would be I, my page would be on there. So So that's you know, where you that's, kind of really kind of the genesis of this, right, man? Just thinking yeah, about like not having that resource when you were coming up through high school where you had to shoot your shot. Yeah. When you were coming up through college sauce, and all that man. stuff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's just that's just how you don't want to get lost in that crowd. So now you have this information that's available to everybody because I didn't know there was leagues in Brazil. I didn't know there was leagues in Japan and leagues in Europe for football. You know, I didn't know all that. I thought it was just the NFL and the AFL. That's it. But once I saw the broader picture, I was like, damn, I think we got something going here, man. So, you know, I just, I I had to grind it out, man. Like the first time I did, because at first we was going to call it mobile prospect. And then I was just kind of like, all right, we got to change this. And then, like, I remember staying in the house for, like, a week straight, bro. I didn't have no job. I didn't have no job. I was just just grinding it out at the time. And we was, I was just, you know, up all night, you know, for a week straight, just grinding it out, bro, and, and just just getting the – the starting the the, uh, the, the, the the foundation. And then when me and my partners, we just start adding the pieces together. And then now, you know, we, we got our first camp going on, you know, and, and the app, actually the app is done. We just, we just wait for everybody to sign up so they we can enter in the, the database, enter the information in the database. Cause we got to get accurate numbers. There you go. Well, Hey, we're getting close to time now. Maj, you got one more question for him? 
No, I, I think uh, you, you touched on a couple of things. For one, um, you know, it's, it's crazy how technology and social media has kind of made the world even smaller. Yeah. And then number two, I think coming post the pandemic, the world's even smaller because we all dealt kind of with the same thing in different ways. Definitely. Uh, and, and I think what you're doing is superb and great right now, especially right now, because, you know, there's a lot of kids or there's a lot of just kind of unknown and, and, and opportunities to get information out there. Absolutely. Um, for people in sports. So I just want to commend you what you do. Yeah. I mean, appreciate it. Appreciate it. Cause that, cause that was a big concern. Cause you got a lot of high school, fresh uh, seniors that can't go to school right now. Right. So it was just like, you gotta go, you gotta do something, you know? Yeah. yeah so this is, so, you know, it's great platform. It, you know, colleges, they're not, they're not picking up nobody. So if, if, if you can go to this camp and get scouted and all of a sudden you ain't got to worry about college no more. So you go. Yeah. You know, but if you want to take the college route, you still can. But if you want to take that pro route, you know, you know, it still can. But it all leads to you being a pro and just being around those pro athletes and pro trainers at all times on the platform. You know, post videos, pictures, all that. You know, it's, go in there, have fun. You know, talk to your boys. Re, you know, re, not retweet, but you know, uh, reshare people's stuff. Is you know, it's the same thing, but it's also a tool that everybody can use as well too. I love so it. So it's a, it's the business side and then you got the fun side part of it too. That's awesome, man. Well, Hey man, time flies when you're having fun, man. We covered a lot, man. Yeah, definitely, so, definitely. so, um, we, this is our last section, man. We call it the assist or dropping coaching gems where you can just kind of share a word of wisdom, man. Give us a 30 seconds or less, a quote that you live by or something that you would tell yourself or you tell our listeners out there. Man, uh, one quote that I live by is uh, persistence is key. You got to say persistent in anything you do. One thing that taught me that was football, because the thing about it is you're not going to be the best player when, you know, overnight. It's just, it's just it don't work like that. A hundred percent. And one thing I can say, man, just when you want to follow your dreams, man, you just got to sometimes, you know, like sometimes it's hard because, you know, like a lot of people won't understand. And, you know, and sometimes it might be your family. It might be your best friend, you know, but at the, at the same time, you just got to keep moving, you know, and, and shoot and your just, shot and bet on yourself, huh? It backs it, roll the dice, man. You just got to, you know, sometimes you just got to block out all this, the stuff that you don't need in your life right now. Cause when it's, when you're trying to step up in your life, you know, it's a that separation. Now it feels like you, you know, you by yourself. Cause you doing something that nobody else is doing. Cause like black and sports, man, I know you probably got friends, but they ain't on the same, ain't on the same, you know, on the same page as you at this moment. So it's kind of, kind of different. You know, sometimes you just, you lose friends. You, that's just part of a part of the everything. So don't get upset. I just tell you guys, don't get upset. You know, it's just life. There it is. Oh, you know, like that's just, what it is and Part everybody of the journey. anybody that's older than you <laughs> gonna tell you that like you're gonna win you're gonna have friends you're gonna lose friends so yes, that's just the way it is yes, <laughs> lonely at the top didn't come from nothing so hey want to thank hey d man really appreciate your time today man want to thank our guests for listening i mean i hope you guys enjoyed the show uh, definitely you know, yeah, thank you for having me absolutely absolutely uh want to thank all of our sponsors um you know they're on the show if you want to become a sponsor definitely reach out to us and just like we always say man please stay safe practice practice gratitude and know we're rooting for you screaming all us blacks got a sports and entertainment until we even
assuming I'm rooting for everybody that's black. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. Assuming I'm rooting for everybody that's black. Yo. 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 Shoot me, I'm rooting for everybody that's black. Spat about two racks on handmade new rags. Shoot me, I'm rooting for everybody that's black. That's everybody from sports to college class to rap and back. <laughs>